messy questions. Why am I so real? But they don't understand me. I really don't know the deal about her, brother. Trying hard to make it right not long ago before I win this fight sing. Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. Why don't they just let me live? Tell me why I don't need commission. Make my own decisions. That's my prerogative. It's my prerogative. Continue podcast episode 96. Coming at you with the Bobby Brown. Um, Please don't. That, I did. It's that too hurts. late. It's too late. Everybody in the pre-show already knows we're always going down the rabbit hole every time. Uh, welcome back to a show that is ostensibly about video games. My name is Anthony John Agnello, and there are two people who are trapped here with me. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One of them is Susan Art. It's my piranha fish. I, so I can swim where I want to swim. It's my piranha fish. I, I thought the other day that I had hallucinated the existence of my prerogative. <laughs> other, I was sitting what? in the kitchen. I was sitting in the kitchen, and I was like, boom, 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 nah, 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 and I couldn't remember the words. And then I was like, my prerogative. That can't be right. Nobody would write a pop song called my prerogative. <laughs> my prerogative. <laughs> and like, like legit dad moment. I like, I'm like, Kate. Was there a hip-hop song called My Prerogative? And she's like, yes! It's Bobby <laughs> Brown! What the hell is wrong with you? I was like, thought I made it up. <laughs> yep. That's, that's where I'm at. Sweetie. That's where I'm at. Honey. I know. Okay. I know. I All know. Right. Okay. I, just, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm very... I'm painfully aware. Got it. Uh... Also painfully aware is Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. What you do, you go to googles.com and you type in prerogative song. I don't want I don't want them tracking me, Dave. I don't want them I don't want them knowing. They know. They are, they're already well aware. I don't want I I I genuinely feel Hey like, Siri, prerogative song, play. 80? Let's go with 90% of my Google searches. I feel like 90% Art of porn. my Google searches should automatically return the result. Fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a splash page. Yeah. It's yeah. like, look, I, I have the results, but fuck you, all right? Just <laughs> stop it. You don't need to know this. You don't... Come, <laughs> go see your child, you... <laughs> Um, yeah, monster. everybody, welcome, welcome back to the show uh, that that speaks your heart's desire. Uh, our last show was was at the beginning of E3. We survived E3 uh, along Did with everybody else. E3 happened. I feel like uh, we don't need to talk about E3 at length because there really wasn't that much to talk about. But like, I felt like people were like, "Ah, boo, that fucking sucked," and like, I thought it was kind of cool, like. <laughs> They were like, I saw, I saw like four or five games I actually I, plan on playing. I want, well, we got a Metroid game. Like, we got a Metroid game. It's called Metroid game. fucking Dread. Like, holy yeah. shit. No, what I want to say to the people who are like, oh, we're the game Z3. Okay. It's a pandemic. Be lucky you're getting video games at all. Right? Right. right. 
There you go. But like, it's happy. I, enjoy. Enjoy. I, enjoy the bounty. I saw people being like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy game bullshit. I'm like, okay, looks, dude, that looks shitty, though. Yeah, but they let Eidos Montreal make a single-player game. There's no yeah, true. service shits. Yeah, okay. There's no forced... Sh- there's no, oh, multiplayer... Compo- it's just a game. They just made a game. And it looks like somebody was, like, allowed to actually write ahead of time. Nobody said <laughs> mechanical apartheid this time. That was nice. <laughs> oh, it was still a nice her, time. He, <laughs> was nice. Her. Holy shit, I totally forgot about that. Me too. Oh I did. <laughs> I'm here mm. to bring you back down the hole. Mm. We're never going to stop. It's yeah. So that's that's a that's a bonus. That's a win. That's a win. There were some nice things. There's that 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 adorable Zelda game and watch, and I guess that's it. Well, no, Mario. there's like oh, Susan, you got new arcane games. You got you yeah. got all the arcane. Yep. That's nice. Put it in my that's face. Nice. Give it like. Can I pre-order it now? Fine. Whatever. Right here. Like, let me like, give you money. Here's the thing. Like, first of all. Calm the fuck down, okay? Yes, please. <laughs> the industry does not exist to keep you stimulated so that you don't have to think about life or interacting <laughs> with humans or existing in any kind of outward way, okay? That is not their responsibility. So just calm the shit down. Calm your titties. Pet some kitties. Read a book. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank literally came out that week. Yeah. Like, what? What? What's the complaint what? about? What? I saw a lot of people like bitching about mm. Nintendo, and I, I was like, I don't know. They announced like five things coming out in the next six months that I actually want to play. Yeah. <laughs> also, Let's... new Metroid. Hey, Ma- new Metroid. Two D Metroid. Look, they did. It's not Freedom Federation. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know it. Uh... That's literally that's literally all everybody always asks for. That's it. That's yeah. the one thing they always ask for. Yeah. This goes. But back no, to it's the, it's the Merc- uh, it's Mercury Steam, so it's bad. I mean, I what? didn't care. I didn't so care the, for they, Samus Returns, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> and it it's, came out on 3ds. If that game came out on Switch, exactly. One hundred percent. It it's it was very poorly suited to the hardware it was on. Put mm. it that way. Um. Yeah, I, I, I know I've brought it up to you guys before, but that Homestar Runner quote came back in my head as I watched people react to E3, uh, where it's the Marshy the Marshmallow looking in a mirror going, What more do they want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Anyway, that's E3. So E3 that's was E3 good. Done. It's good. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's plenty of bad shit that's come out since E3. Things to actually complain about. Things to actually oh, yeah. complain about. Um, we're gonna we're gonna return to one of my favorite themes of continue today, which is an airing of grievances. Susan has grievances. I've got grievances. Dave has nothing but joy in his heart. I, I've been having a great time. Yeah, it's because you got gooched, son. That's we'll get there though. He got. Yeah, he got oh, he got, right, he got right, the right, gooch. Right, 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 Her, right. Kirinobu Sakaguchi. Yep, yep. Um uh brings joy to, to all people's hearts. Susan, uh joy has been stripped from your heart. Oh yeah. Uh a, a little developer known as Camelot has done a lot of work for Nintendo over the last 25 years. 
one of the things that they were beloved for were a series of Mario sports games, mm-hmm. uh, including Mario Golf mm-hmm. on a number of platforms. There's a new Mario Golf, mm. and uh, I hear from you that it's a Hague-worthy crime. <laughs> Here, okay. What? All right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up for a second and set the scene. I actually forgot it was coming out. Mm-hmm. I knew it was soon, and then because I was, we're so busy at work, I completely forgot about it. But then, in a meeting with uh, my lovely coworker Brandon. I'm like, it was on a Friday, and it's like, hey, Brandon, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I've got my, I've, I've been waiting for it for so long. I got my Mario Golf. I'm going to order a pizza, and that's what I'm going to do all night is going to play Mario Golf and eat pizza because I'm so excited about it. I'm like, oh, right, Mario Golf is out. That's awesome. I'll go download it. Didn't read any reviews. Because why would you need to read a review? It's Mario Golf. It's Mario, Mario Golf. Okay, how can you fuck it up? You just put Mario and give him a golf club? What and... monster would fuck up Mario Golf? <laughs> it's golf with Mario. This is easy. But someone... <laughs> some... God damn, motherfucker, clever bits was like, you know what, really, I think it would be really great if we took the Mario Golf and combined it. I don't know why he's a little old lady, but this is what's going on. Oh, if we combined it with the way Mario Kart operates, you see, we will make them run between strokes. So they'll hit the ball and then they'll have to run to the next ball, but they'll crash into each other and collect power-ups. And, Why? And it's... I don't All fucking the time? know. Like, like, if you're just playing... Like, if I turned on yes! Mario Golf... Yes! So, like, I'm just... Yes! There's not, like, here's 18 holes. No! No! It's oh, that sucks timed. ass. <laughs> it's all fucking timed you can't just be like all right i'm gonna choose which club i want to get no it's like go hit the ball hit the ball you've only got 40 seconds to finish this hole it's part five go also i'm really sorry to bill for having to (laughs) do a good sound mix on this i really do apologize it is possible to just freaking play some golf but that is not that's that's not the campaign mode. That's yep. not. There's no tournaments. It's like it's, it's own like, separate. Yep. Mode divorced from everything else, right? Correct. Correct. The way the the <clears throat> way you would think this works is you normal air quote normal golf. There's tournaments. There's uh, multiplayer, and then there's also this optional mode called speed golf where it's timed and and you try to you try to knock each other down because then you lose time and you have less time to make your next shot and blah 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 no 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 it's the other way around i don't understand i I don't either okay okay so so you have to uh, like you have to like beat the shit out of other players even if you're playing by yourself well if you yeah okay so in a tournament 
Yeah, like let's. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay, so here, let's yes. say, like, the main. In my head, the main mode of Mario Golf is, like, the campaign. Yes. Where it's like you've agreed. made a character, go to yep. the clubhouse. Yep. Now, golf. Yes. Uh, yes. See, here's the thing that I neglected to mention you're all golfing at the same time. Oh, that's awful. Yes, that's it is. That's awful. So, you're all, like, you're literally all <laughs> lined up uh, at the tee together. You hit at the same time, and then you go running down the fairway to wherever your lie is. And if you can, oh, and by the way, you've got special moves. Everybody, and there's a stamina meter. Did I forget to mention the stamina meter? Why yeah. is there a stamina meter? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, because well, then when you run out of stamina, you have to walk until it builds back up, and then you can run again. I mean, also there's special moves that. It uh, will do things to the people like, like Mario Kart, like freaking Mario Kart. This is supposed to be fun golf. I, uh, you're, yeah, like, I, I am on board. So once Mario Golf around the GameCube, uh, mm-hmm. I guess the game where they stopped doing the RPG shit. Yeah. And <laughs> they started, ju- like, I was like, why would I play this? And not hot shots. Like, right. if I have the option to play this or hot shots golf, like the campaign and the Mario like Ness. scene was yeah. why you came there. It was great. And like, if you wanted like more colorful characters with straight golf, like hot shots golf was just better at that. Yeah. This is. I don't. I don't know who wants this. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, I also so. Uh, if you have ever played a golf game, a modern golf game, I should say, you know to hit the ball, it's a three-tap thing. Right. Yes. Yes. Not anymore, brother. <laughs> no, they they like changed the basic operation yes. of video game golf dramatically. Yes. How does it work? How does like the how okay. does the stroke game work? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. So, okay, so picture the the meter, mm-hmm. right, where you would normally want to get it up, up to the top and hit perfectly, right? Now you don't because there's an area at the top of the meter where random things will happen to your ball. Maybe it'll pull to the left. Maybe it'll pull to the right. You don't know. So you don't – so, like, it's a, a reward risk analysis do i want to hit it as hard as i possibly can to get it to go as far as it can knowing that it might juke to the side gosh yeah this doesn't sound like mario this sounds like mario party yes i was just going to say that dave they mario party mario golf and that sounds like hell like this sounds like if yeah, if you were going to be punished for your crimes on this earth in the afterlife, they'd be like, "Welcome." Like Tiger Woods is in hell, and his punishment is that he like, it, okay, we're giving you a golf game to play <laughs> here, and it's this. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, tell me, like, what is? God, it's so dumb. So <laughs> when you are playing a campaign, what is the like? What are you doing? What is the arc? Of how how is it forcing you to engage in this shit? Because it doesn't sound like it would even make sense with like there are eighteen holes and this 
this course before you move on to the next course. Yeah, well, first of all, there aren't that many courses. My expectation <laughs> is that they'll add them as as free updates, kind of yeah, like I, an Animal Crossing situation. I think they've said sure. that there's going to be like free like modes and courses okay. coming in the next few months. So you are uh, the the shtick of it is you are a you, you make a character and you are a rookie and you and the other rookies first you go through training which is how it teaches you to play this shitty shitty game and then you are entered in the tournament and so you're progressing you you have to finish in the top three I think to advance to the next day of each tournament and that's that's it like that's that's the mode is that's the campaign is you you're moving up the ranks and getting better and better badges so you can be a better better golfer yay hooray um i don't remember if in previous mario golfs you only had a few clubs in your bag no you had like you had like a full set of like woods and irons and shit that's gone that's that is that is no longer the case you have a set number you are allowed to have now you can mix and match those as you see fit yeah you get one putter uh you could uh, uh, you can have a sand wedge or a pitching wedge. I don't think you can have both. It, it yes, because you see, you have to keep the bag light because you're running. Oh, that's awful. It's terrible. It's so bad. That's so <laughs> that's so awful. Yeah, this is like if if you gave someone the constituent parts of what golf is. Like, okay, there are clubs, there are holes. You have to hit. <clears throat> And then you have to walk, and then told someone, "Okay, invent a game." Like, yeah. but like not knowing what golf was, this is what this sounds like. This sounds. It's it's a it's a party mode kind of yeah. thing, and yeah. that if it is its own separate thing, can absolutely see how that would be fun for sure. This is, I, I, I we talk often as a trio about how this isn't always a relevant question. I do feel like it's relevant in this case. How much does this game cost? $60. Fuck this game into the sun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, there's going to be downloadable yeah, content. It's but, free. But like, you get if, to, if, you get if to play had, it for free. If I had heard that this was a $39.99 game or a $29.99 game where it's like limited courses, multiplayer focus, I would be like, fine. You know, that sounds like it's not for me, but fine. Because that's what the the game that killed Hot Shots Golf was the PlayStation 4 one. And it was the first one that they released globally as everybody's golf. And it it's was not good. Oh, it's horrible. It's a horrible game. But they made some of the same missteps as this mm-hmm. yep like where they were like what's oh well we've got to fancy it up and let's focus on multiplayer and one of the reasons yep. that game fucking sucks is limited courses yep. and everybody is going at the same time yep and like that's just forget forget mechanic construction yeah, yeah. that shit's distracting it's mm-hmm. just gaudy and horrible to look at and it's a bad experience um, and so 
like that was horrible. This sounds like that doubled down. But even everybody's golf was, but I, I think it was very quickly a PlayStation Plus game, and on release it was thirty bucks. Yeah, like you weren't mm-hmm. buying the shit at full price. So as like, um, here's multiplayer experiment town. Uh, we'll release at a budget price. Fine, a okay. This is this is uh, yeah bad. yeah that's it's bad. Like, and like, okay, I don't know. This is just me talking out of my ass here. But golf is not a popular sport with young people, like millennials Bingo! and younger. Yep. And I wonder if they're like, how do we f- like? We got we have to make a golf game. We have to. This is a thing that we have to do. Like it's like ordained by God or whatever. We have to make a golf game. How do we get children do, to play golf? Yeah. How do or yeah, not even children. Like how do we get millennials to play golf? Okay, millennials no are one, like thirty to forty at this point. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but like millennials don't play golf really. Like not not in the numbers that you know. Not real golf, no. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if they're like, okay, well we have we have to make it faster because the big complaint is that golf is too slow. Yeah. And so they're what what else can we do? And yeah, like just like we they, nobody can just sell normal golf anymore. It has to be new golf. I, I but like there are other if you are saying if you're Nintendo and you're looking at, you know, your next 3 to 4 years of Switch releases and you're like, let's get here because we can game out where our big things are. Here's Zelda, here's next mm. Mario, blah blah blah. We need we need the light fair. We'll throw something out there that's like family or let's do one of our Mario sports titles. There's just other things in the the quiver for for you to shoot at that target. Make a new Super Mario Strikers. It's been a long time since oh, there was yeah. a, a Strikers game, and that game is tight as hell. Uh, hell, you could just HD up the Wii one. That would still work with motion controls on Switch. People would love that. This is like a weird... This is Federation Force weird. <laughs> Where, like, you're like, this is going to satisfy approximately no one at all. That said, though, Dave, your your son, who is seven? Yeah, seven. Oh, well, Jonah has been jonesing for this, right? He's well, been asking he just, he just wants it because it's a Mario game. Mm. Right. And, like, that's the part of me that wonders, like, if they had just made, like, a golf game... Like, it would have sold, because it's Mario. Right. People like Mario. My kid (laughs) loves Mario. He wants everything with Mario. Yeah. Like, but this just, like, seeing how, like, what, like, hearing you talk about it and just seeing the initial, like, videos and stuff, this just sounds like no one's going to have a good time with it. There are, it's, it's, for all the things that Nintendo gets right and understands about its audience... When they get it wrong, it's oh. so wrong. <laughs> That's really well put. That's really well put. Because there is, like, Federation Force. Federation Force is, like, a product that not only isn't for the, the target audience of this product, it seems intentionally designed to antagonize them. <laughs> it, it seems like... Like, more than Other M, really, because, like, Other M was at least, like, an attempt. Yeah, Other M, like, is coming from, like, yeah, the execution is ill-advised, but Mm -hmm. the the premise, the the gameplay itself, all of this, like, great on paper, Uh, but, like, this, this, 
even this Mario Golf game seem it, or Star Fox Zero Federation Force this Wii music. It seems to like come from a place By, of like how do we vitality re- sensor? Mario we, is missing. The people that give us the most money. How do we really make them mad? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, is that I? I don't. I don't do focus groups and shit. Is there some kind of like business theory where somebody says like, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna get big sentiment ratings." Uh, with this is like the hate clicks version of video game sales, right? Just like release something that really makes them mad, and then they'll feel so good when Skyward Sword comes out and lets you skip cutscenes. Uh, which I mean, I, I did, did you guys? I mean, yeah. Did you guys see the trailer that oh, yeah, came out today? Oh, look, no. the rupees don't tell you what they do every time. It's fucking awesome. It's literally <laughs> it's so ninety straight seconds of Nintendo. Just saying, look, we realized that for 15 years there, we made games really fucking annoying, and we promise they're not anymore. Look at this. You could skip. <laughs> it's like, give us $60. We'll let you fast forward through dialogue. We won't tell you what an item is every single time you pick it up. Every time you boot the game, we'll reset the flag that, set, that tells you what rupees do. Tutorials. Tutorials are now optional like it's it's very very funny i think the funniest thing about it too is that if you had never played skyward sword before you would have no idea why this is good at all (laughs) at all zero context for why this matters whereas whereas if you have played skyward sword especially start to finish you watch and you're like ooh, (laughs) do tell me more Uh, yeah Susan, can you picture yourself like looking at downloadable content or updates to this game? You yeah. have it digitally; it's in there. I do, I do. It, you and can't get rid of it. Yeah, that's that's. I, I know forever. that's the other thing that pissed me off because I really couldn't afford it when I bought it. But I'm like, it's Mario Golf; it'll make me happy. And then I'm like, and I can't even trade this in. God damn it! If at any point they give me the real because the although they changed the mechanics of the way the golf works it's still good enough yeah to be satisfying it it because uh everybody's golf was i got that too because yay you know new hot shots awesome it's and that broke my heart it was bad good enough fine if they can make it so that i don't have to deal with the running and or they give me like a really nice chunky give me lots of tournaments sure fine yeah uh man that's shitty it is (laughs) it's just that's shitty it just is um i have i have talked to three human beings including yourself that have played mario golf uh the other one is a friend of mine named Jeremy who had a miserable experience with it as well. He just mm. like angry at this game for existing. They fucked it up. But I, I have another friend, uh, a college buddy of mine. Uh, it, hello, Brad. Uh, a little shout out to my buddy, <laughs> Brad. Brad sent me a message the other day. He's like, dude, you got to check out Mario Golf. Uh, I love it. And the thing is, is Brad is... Think of Brad as your old school uh, video game millennial. 
you know, grew up on Nintendo and PlayStation stuff. The man has a Zelda tattoo. Uh, he's he's a guy we know. Okay. And when we were all video game journalists, he's the guy who was like our primary audience. Okay. But unlike you and Jeremy, he's never been somebody who's been like professionally in the world of video games and has played far, far fewer uh, video games. I okay. Uh than than we have. The man's played shitloads of video games. Like he's a video game guy, but he's not like he's not he doesn't have your perspective. Is there, can you see any mindset where, where somebody's enjoying this? Because your description sounds like hell to me. <laughs> oh, for sure. If you're, if you are going to be regularly playing with friends, if sure. you have roommates, uh, if uh, to, uh, you know, somebody across the country that you don't get to see very much, you could play online. Sure. In that context, it's doofy fun mm. great that is the only context i can imagine this game being fun oh man yeah that's no that's not if i had spent 60 dollars on that i'd be very unhappy yeah i'd be very unhappy i it, this is reinforcing my like adherence to buying uh shit that comes in a box mm. uh i i had i had a very similar experience to you uh, I just bought something for my Switch. It wasn't even that much. It was $40. But I got the Ninja Gaiden trilogy. Oh, no. Um, no. Right. Why? Why wait, on why, Switch? Wait. Well, because I'm a fucking idiot, Dave. Because I'm oh, a no. dumb dumb. Because I was like, those games are old. I'm sure they'll be fine on oh, Switch. Oh, no. I got it yesterday. It... I, this is it, man. No more Switch games of multi-platform titles until new hardware is out. I'm done. I'm out. No more. Okay, to Over. be fair, it sounds like a bad port in general because the PC port literally, like, you have to edit INI files if you want what? to change the resolution of... What? Of, yeah. What? There is no in-game like graphics options menu wow that will let you set the resolution these are come on man (laughs) yeah it's like when that game came like it kind of made the rounds of like how bad the steam port was well the switch but no the the switch port like i like i think gene park tweeted out a a a picture of it and it looks like it looks like what everyone feared that switch games are going to look like because it was so it's just like that 100 like like vaseline smeared on an image yes and like i i well but like the thing is is i have played and adored vaseline smear games on switch i I, doom 2016 awesome love it this is so i've never played ninja gaiden 3 of the uh of the itagaki i think of myself as a warrior uh trilogy (laughs) 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 he's got six shades and so i i knew that ninja gaiden (laughs) 3 had a reputation for being shitty but i was like i like shitty games i'll check this out (laughs) but not Uh, shitty in a good way it's not shitty in a good way i I, like it's just terrible it's It's like devil's third it is like devil's third it's very similar to devil's third actually devil's third bad oh it's awful horrible (gasps) and it's not even like fun awful no oh i didn't know 
Yeah, it's very bad. Uh, like, it's telling that Nintendo released, like, 10,000 physical copies in total <laughs> in the United States. It's Got very it. expensive yep. now if you have one. It's yeah, like, I'm it's, sure it it's is. thought after. <laughs> uh, Fucking but, weirdos. Like, playing Ninja Gaiden 3 on Switch, and, like, on our last episode, if you recall, I was talking about how much I love Oni Chanbara Origin, like, yep. the budget hack and slash game. This looks... Like somebody, you know, the, like the way milk is after you finish your cereal and like, yeah. you're like, you know, the milk is going to taste good, but it's all like gray and yeah covered yeah. with debris. Yeah. It looks like somebody was just like tilping a bowl of milk all over Ryu Hayabusa's world. It's just everything is like fuzzy and bad looking and just shitty. Like, I and... I couldn't get past the first boss because I couldn't see what was happening to, like, time the pressing of the block button. Oh, no. Horrible. But the, the point of all this is that I know there's some asshole out there who really wants this game. I can put that cartridge back in yeah. the box, go to yeah. eBay, and get exactly the amount of money I paid for it back. Yep. Um... Which I, I'm sorry. I'm, I know that somebody would be willing to like be like subsidize that Mario Golf yep. purchase, but now it's just now you just now yep. you just got it. No, I just have it now. I just I just have it. It just infects my Switch. It's just sitting there in your Switch for all time. Yep. Uh, did you guys ever play the original Golf? Just G O L F no. for the NES. Um, golf is considered one of like the great achievements of Satoru Iwata's programming for the old Famicom. People were like, holy fuck, how did you make like such a good golf simulation on this thing? But the greatest thing about it is that it's the only appearance of Mario as though he were truly an overweight middle-aged man. It's like, <laughs> it's like realistic proportions. Mario's just like, you know, about 5'10", dumpy. He's got a nice paunch. Wearing his pants like up here. You just love it. It's fucking great. That's like why? Are, why isn't that guy a summon trophy in Smash Brothers? Bring him back, stat. Um, oh god. Oh, well, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about something before we air out more grievances. Let's talk about some good shit. Let's talk it's about the, things the, that we the like. grievance sandwich. Well, the there grievance sandwich. Uh, Dave Roberts, tell me about Dunn getting gooched. Because you got yeah. gooched properly. Well, okay, so it's a two-part story. A two-part oh. story, okay. Because because what is, I would what not is the game. I would we, not have gotten go okay. gooching. What uh, is the title? The title of the game is Fantasian. It is an Apple Arcade exclusive for the time being, but it is produced by Apple, so I don't know if that mm. is permanent. Uh, the first half was out now on Apple Arcade. Second half comes out in 2021. Anyway, I would not have played this. If I had not gotten the, to the first part of the story, which is, I bought a controller for my iPhone. Yeah. Uh, and I was a little wary about it because I don't know if you've like followed the history of controllers for the iPhone. Most of them suck. Mm -hmm. They're not good. They're bad controllers. The analog sticks are terrible. The buttons don't feel good. And uh, and again, it's just like dealing with like okay, so I'm supposed to hold my phone. Just to hold my 
controller. Yeah. And, like, it just it doesn't... It's not great. So then... I'm uh, just going to interject at this yeah. point and mention you can use both a PS4 and a Switch controller. Yeah, now which you is, can. Which is how I, I played Fantasian, which was yeah. with um, a DualShock 4 on an iPad. Wow. Uh, here's the thing. Setting up an iPad if you don't have an official stand, tricky. Yeah. Yes. Tricky to set yeah, up. tricky... Yeah, and that's the thing. It was like, so yeah. this all kind of started where I was like, okay, I need something to, I, I, I use my phone, I, like I need something to remote stream PlayStation Xbox stuff to. Mm. Because I do that a lot because kids take over the TV, family mm. takes over the TV. I still want, I want my stories. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, and for the longest time, like and like none of the solutions are great. Like you can play on the iPad, but again, like you said, you get in that issue where you're like, I have to stand this thing up, and it's weird. And yeah, you can sync a DualShock or an Xbox controller to it, but again, you're dealing with Bluetooth, and it's just not, it's not seamless. Um, if I tried using my laptop, uh, guess what? If you want to use your PlayStation controller to do PlayStation Remote Play on the laptop, you have to plug it in via USB to your computer. It does not accept Bluetooth connections, but it does on the iPad. No that's, fucking idea why. That's that's some that's less Apple bullshit. That feels more like Oh, peak, that's Sony. That's yeah, that's peak Sony bullshit. 2021 Sony, right? Yeah. There. Uh and, and I just, I, like, I'm, there's got, like, it's your, like the guy in the ads, right? There's yeah. got to be a better way, right? Yeah, you just get another television in your uh, living room. <laughs> you, you mount it on an arm so it can just swing out from the wall specifically when the... What? People don't do that? <laughs> that I'm, a, no. I'm alone in that? That's, okay. a, that's a weird choice, and I respect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I need to get on your level, honestly. Well, I mean, be- but, I mean, it, we, it, in yeah. the old house, we were we we were on two different floors, mm-hmm. and then for a reason I don't even remember, we started we wheeled a TV into the living room <laughs> next to like each other. Back to the future. <laughs> yeah, and, and we just liked being able to hang out with each other, yeah, while we play video sure, games. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. I'm also renting, so I can't mount a TV on my wall. Otherwise, oh, right. I, I yeah, would probably do that. That's fair. That's but totally fair. Uh, so I was looking for something because I was like, okay, so I have this phone. It does it, everything that I need pretty well. What can I do to make this work for me? And I was looking up controller solutions, and there were two that I came across that seemed to be pretty good. Razer makes one called the Kishi, which works. There's an Android version that plugs in via USB-C, and there's an Apple version that plugs in via Lightning. Then I found the the backbone, which is only for iPhone right now. It plugs in via Lightning, so you don't have to do Bluetooth stuff. And what sold me on this one in particular uh, is one the the analog sticks are. If you can, this is a great for podcasting. But <laughs> I'm showing Anthony and Susan. So the the analog sticks look very like Switch like. They feel mm-hmm. like Switch yeah. analog sticks. Yeah. The buttons are clicky. They got a nice like yeah nice little click there. The triggers are analog which mm-hmm. is nice. And the thing that I want, the thing that really sold me on this, so when you put the controller in, right, and you're you're playing, you're like, okay, so it's sideways, but the iPhone screen doesn't um, adjust, right? So you're like, yeah. well, how do I find my damn apps <laughs> scrolling up, like sideways? There's a uh, backbone <clears throat> button on it, so you push it, and it opens up a special app designed Shut specifically for this up! controller. That is tight. Oh! 
Yeah. Oh, that's hot to death. This, I like, once I saw videos, I was sold. Because it's like, what you do is you open up any app that is controller compatible. And when you press the back button, it gets added oh, to this app. Awesome. And you can just wow. scroll through. So, like, I was playing Genshin Impact last night, which... Seriously, that that game's kind of cool. It's free to play. It's you're like, like you're wild, liking your porn, like, your porn su- anime su- women. It's not porn, way. okay? It's it's my stories. Uh, take uh. it from a connoisseur, sword. <laughs> I have not played Genshin Impact, but I can smell my kind all over that shit. All right. All this, uh, oh, it's just Breath of the Wild. No, you fucking perverts. <laughs> I see you rolling for your anime chicks. You think okay, I don't look, know? I know. I haven't gotten that far in. Okay, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> so you can you can cycle through. The other thing is that this app is like kind of running in in the background. There's a share button on it. So if you want to take a screenshot or record video, you just press that button and it'll just save it to your photos roll. Nice. Um, also. They fixed Apple. This controller has a headphone jack on it. A normal 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. And it's also got pass-through charging. So you can charge. You you can charge while you're gaming. Wow. Let me ask you uh, something. Could you theoretically put that on your iPhone and then like watch a movie? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. You can do whatever. You just hold it like this. Yeah, uh, like it, it works for anything. It's just it's there when you need it. Um, yeah, and that's like, kind of great. Yeah, it's it, and like honestly, it's it really has this. Like I'm gonna, I swear to God, like this is making me sound like a marketing shill, right? Like like I look like they paid me. No, like I just I found this and I bought it. It's changed the way that I view the entire like app store. Like mm. experience games, mm, Apple Arcade, everything. Like I'm, I now no longer see my phone as just like a thing that also plays games to like an actual legitimate thing that I want to play games on. Mm. Which is why I spent 16 hours mainlining Fantasia. I don't. I would not have done that if I had to play it with my with my dang f- fingers. Uh, it's just it. It works. The controls are good. Like they're, they, it feels like a Switch controller. Is like that's the kind mm-hmm. of general feel of it. Um, How much is I, it? A hundred bucks. So it is pricey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the other, like the Razer one, is also a hundred dollars too. Yeah, but regular controllers uh, are seventy. Yeah, they're seventy dollars now. now. Yeah. So yeah. that's and like a real multi-function tool. And like, you get the app too. Yeah, like that. That's yeah, the thing that's sold yeah. on this is that app that like ties everything together. Like it, it feels like a thing Apple would have made for their phones. Um, no, it's too low that, priced for that. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, like I, I've basically been gaming primarily on this since I got it. Like I, I got, uh, I was playing Fantasian, um, and then I started like I resubbed back to Apple Arcade. And yeah, like there's the that new game by the Danganronpa guy that's like just came out on Switch. Apparently, it was also on Apple Arcade six months ago. No idea. Uh, that's on there, so I I want to start playing that. But yeah, like just these things that I would have completely ignored, yeah. completely ignored. Um, I now like all I want to do is is game on this thing. I put a I put a Game Boy emulator on it too. Very oh nice. So, <laughs> so it, play, it plays nice with emulators. 
Yeah, I mean, you you have to sideload that shit because sure. Apple is Apple, right? Um, which is again, like the, that's the only real complaint on this is that I can't just like put Dolphin on this thing easily because <laughs> it's powerful enough to play GameCube games. I could do it if it fucking you know, let me Steve Jobs. Just to just to throw this out there, Susan, I can already feel you buying this thing, I, like as we talk. I no, but I, I if if I still traveled for work frequently. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No question. No I, question. I want to throw this out there. I, I don't know if you guys know, but the same day that Fantasian came out in the big spring Apple Arcade update, there is new Hot Shots Golf. Yeah. Uh, clap, clap hands. Yeah. The, the, Shut the, up. The studio, like Sony has cut them free. Clap hands is an independent entity now. And so they slightly changed the character designs, and it's just clap hands golf. Um, and it's like one of the things that really sold me on Apple Arcade at the same time as Fantasian. It's it, like if you played uh, Hot Shots Golf for Vita and the PS3 one, it's a little disappointing because, like, when I say it's new Hot Shots Golf, they took their old courses and their oh, old mechanics yeah. Yeah. it's and reskinned them smartly you know it, but it is just the same it, like it's basically yeah. the vita game uh they added on some like cool character customization things but like it's just that but it's fucking awesome and it plays really well with touch controls like it takes nice. some getting used to but it works really good and it's also you know what they did they were like hey the three point thing with golf controls and video games would work with touch. We're not going to fuck this up. You just... Yeah. It's three things. Nintendo, you pricks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not to, not to derail, Dave, but... <laughs> no, yeah. And, like, the, the thing is, is that, like, there there are other solutions out there for iPhone controllers. Like, I, I originally bought a iPhone clip uh, for my 8-bit Go controller. You just put the controller in there and you put oh, the phone in the Do not care for it. I yeah I tried it and like it, like it, it's fifteen dollars yeah if you got fifteen dollars it's a solution it'll work I just I hated the way that just the the center of balance on yep. it it's just it's too heavy because you're holding in the middle and it's just like you're holding freaking bowling ball in your hand it trying sucks. to play a game yeah. on it but no this is it's like if 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 you're if if you have an iPhone and you're like there are all these I bought a three dollar copy of Symphony of the Night. Nice. On the iPhone. Nice. When that came out, I was like, who the fuck is going to play Symphony of the Night on their iPhone? You! <laughs> Why would you do it? Now I have a controller, and now it's $3. Yeah. And, like, like that's that's the cool thing. Is uh, And, again, like like you had brought up um, when we were talking via email, is that so many of these games are cheaper mm. on iOS. Like, ridiculously so. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And and if you're paying the, the Apple Arcade $5 a month, you get to try as many games as you want, mm-hmm. and if you don't like it, okay, that's fine. I spent what was it called Outland, mm-hmm. uh, twenty dollars on the Switch because it sounded like exactly my jam. It was in Apple Arcade at that time. Hate the game, <laughs> hate it. So I, I blew twenty bucks because I I didn't want to play it on an iPhone because I the control often is really unfun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you you can get you can get Vey. What is that? that? That old like 
it was like a turbo graphics cd rpg never even heard of that Lo- lunar silver star story is oh like. sure there's, yeah. a, there's app store lunar really y- yeah dude no kidding yeah yeah lunar silver star story touch but i think it's also uh controller based too uh, that's the other thing, though, is like seeing all, like looking at all the SquareSoft games and going like, "Oh, that's neat," but like, like, "Oh, look, Valkyrie Profile Lenith." You can only buy it on the App Store, but there's no controller support because it's fucking Square. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so speaking of Square, though, but yeah, what about what about the, oh, the Crown Jewel Fan- Fantasian? Fantasian, oh, it's so good. It's a great game. It's so good. Like it, it. F- it feels like the kind of thing that Square Enix has been chasing for a long time. Not just them. Like, everybody. Like, the every, great, like yeah, that, every, that, Nintendo's that been chasing 19, this dragon. Like, 1990s JRPG on a CD feel. And Fantasian pretty much nails it. Like, it's it still feels a little, like weird to say a little lower budget in spots compared to when they had square enix cash in the 90s yes but like it's firing on all of those cylinders like okay so it it starts out you play as a character named leo it opens uh you're in the middle of this like weird like mechanized world it's all like glittery and like lit up and there's robots everywhere you're stuck in jupiter ascending at the yeah basically (laughs) basically and and something blows up and now you have amnesia. <laughs> you don't remember why you're there. And so you have to escape. You end up back in the human world. And in the human world, there are all of these like weird white orbs with tentacles growing out of them. And they're called Mecteria. And they, they start flying in from this alternate dimension. So you, on your quest, you're trying to figure out... Uh, what the heck you were doing in that weird world. Uh, and and along the way, you, you, you meet a colorful cast of characters and discover that, you know, the villain is trying to, like, destroy the universe. Oh, you know, it's, it's very, like, it is very, like, not generic, but it is... It's, it, it's a JRPG. Yeah, it's a JRPG. It is, yes, it is 1995 JRPG. While right. we were While we were all reading Age of Apocalypse... <laughs> Right. This RPG <laughs> was on the shelves. But it's it's the way that it presents that story and the uh the style in which it does it that I think really sells it. And it's that thing it's the thing that like Square Enix, like Tokyo RPG Factory is like like they try to nail that feeling and they just can't. Well, what about what about the presentation? And, the the okay, like the, yeah. The so hook, the main yeah, hook for Vin. Yeah, the, the main hook of the art style is that it the entire game, like all of the the pre rendered backgrounds, are actually built in phys- with physical dioramas. So they amazing. Yeah, they sculpted buildings. They like made stuff out of styrofoam. Like like uh there's an interview with Sakaguchi uh who said that like he like he got way into like miniatures, <laughs> like war like Warhammer stuff, and wanted to like bring that into a video game. So what they did is they built these huge like cities, like the, the areas that you would explore in a video game as these dioramas and then took photos of them and like videos of them with uh with drones like hovered over them and then like got like pictures of different angles and then they rendered them 
in the video game. Oh, neat! So, like, it, it does feel like that, like, 1990s era, like, like PlayStation-era pre-rendered backgrounds, 3D character walking on a, on a, you know, on a background that's already been designed, but, like, there's, like, a physicality and, like, a 3D-ness to it that those games didn't have. It's all, really cool-looking. Like, it... It's hard to describe without actually playing the game, but part of the joy of the game is not like, ooh, battle system, ooh, fun, like, tropey story. It's, you know, like, how you play uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn or Yoshi's Crafted World, and you're like, ooh, I love the tactility mm, of this. Mm-hmm, it's so, mm-hmm. it's so touchable. Mm-hmm. This makes Epic Yarn and Wooly World look like piles of trash. <laughs> Which is saying something. It's just like yeah. ev- every screen yeah. is so full well, of just like this this minute detail. Well, and, and that, that that tactility extends like to the dialogue too. Just like the yeah. way that they use sound, like the sound effects of like the text on the screen. The yeah, like oh. it, like there, there's yeah, there's a physicality there, and then there are these little story moments similar to Lost Odyssey that break up the the more general uh, gameplay areas where you're like you'll meet a character and you'll learn a bit about their backstory but rather than have them tell it to you it's told through these little vignettes these little short stories where like the words just sort of like animate across the screen and these like beautiful hand-drawn backgrounds uh, accompany the text um they're not as like deep as lost odyssey because lost odyssey like th- like they got an okay, author but. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah to like yeah to like write these like heart-wrenching uh stories but no they're good and they they, they just they give it just texture they give it like flavor to to make it feel like like they had like way more budget than they probably did to make this game like it just it feels big uh, and then you pair U- Uematsu's uh, uh, Nobuo Uematsu score, which Killers. is ju- one of his best. Yeah. Uh, and oh, dude, wow. dude, dude still shreds on the bass, like for real. Uh, yeah, no, it's really good. There is a the boss theme is basically just the melody from the man with the machine gun from Final Fantasy VIII, which is fine. I like that song, but uh, no, the music's re- it's just it's like. Like, if you want a Final Fantasy-ass Final Fantasy game and you miss the style of the games that, you know, maybe you grew up with and you're like, man, I want I want to feel that again. Play this because it's that, but it like it, it's, it's doing its own thing. Uh, to, to that point, uh, like, like we we're talking about, it's like it's not really the combat that sells it on you, but the combat's good because, one, they were smart enough to know that, unlike Square, which, like, like the Octopath Traveler, great-looking game, battles take for fucking ever. It's just that punching a wall. Good. That game's punching bad. Punching a wall. It's bad. It's bad. It so looks, looks great. It looks, looks and sounds amazing. Looks and sounds amazing. It is insufferable to play. Yes. And so, so Fantasian. Not it's not just the battles, Dave. Every yeah. everything about Fantasian is. This is what everyone gets wrong trying to make a classically styled RPG. Everyone gets it wrong every fucking time. It's not only do the battles always take forever. Not only they're like, here's all the cutscenes. Be like, that shit wasn't there. The dialogue is brief. Like mm. they don't draw things out. You can say a lot with very few words. Every part of Fantasian is 
based around like let's keep it brisk let's keep it like cooking mm-hmm. uh like the, the the battle system like, like yeah can, yeah, look, so the way it works is, like, it's the normal random battle style. You'll run around, you'll hit a battle, uh, but your characters have, uh, instead of just, like, doing damage normally, they often have these ranged attacks that they can use to either, like, like Leo's has attacks which will uh, pierce through enemies. So when you see enemies lined up, uh, you can aim the targeting reticle, which is, again, a lot easier if you got a controller. Uh, you can um, aim the targeting reticle to attack multiple enemies at once, while other characters like mages have uh, abilities that will allow you to curve uh, magic attacks if you pull the, the targeting reticle all the way to the edge of the screen. It's like, like you're pulling back on the string of a bow, so you can use these abilities in conjunction to take out large swaths of enemies at once just by lining up uh, your attack smartly so that's cool and then a couple hours in the game you unlock something called Susan's gonna groan when I say this it's called a dimension stop it it's a a dungeon dimension you see Uh, where what you do is you turn it on and as you're transfaring transfaring because it goes far Revolution. yes You you turn this on, and as you're running around uh, the fields, any time that you would normally get into a random battle, the enemies from that battle get jammed into the dimension. And the dimension can store about 30 enemies. So you're running around, you're running around. You can just run around, find treasures, like explore, like not worry about the battles until you want to. And then you engage a battle, and you're attacking, like, it pops up like 10 enemies at once or something. And then as you're, ta- as you're taking enemies out, more pop up on the field. And that, in conjunction with the fact that your characters can do piercing attacks and arcing attacks to go through, like, everything works together. So even these battles where you're fighting 30 freaking people only feel like a couple minutes long. Yeah. It's smart. It's really good. It's <laughs> I, I I didn't keep They figured it out. <laughs> I didn't keep subscribing to Apple Arcade, but the fact that it was just like I got I got like a trial subscription to it through because I got a new iPad. Oh, and it was right, just yeah. like here you go. And I, I like I don't have something that will allow me to use the backbone, unfortunately. Like my yeah. iPhone is too old. Uh so it kind of took me a while to play through this and to play a bunch of uh, a clap hands golf because playing on an iPad with a DualShock 4 is just not... Yeah. It's fucking hard to do. Like, you, like, you is, need to, yeah. like, sit at a table and have, like, five art books. And, none of the, <laughs> and like, none of the official, like, stands that Apple makes No, they suck. Either. They suck. Uh, so it took me some time to work through it, but like I extended the trial so that I could keep playing it. Uh, it was really good. Uh, and it's, yeah, the 15 hours, it, it takes about 15 to 16 hours to beat part one, which, uh, like, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but, uh, I love the audacity of them unlocking a skill tree an hour before the part one. Ends. <laughs> it's pretty dick. <laughs> it's so good. 
It's, well, you it's, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that you'll but, probably end up seeing it on other things. Yeah. Because oh, sure, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing that gets me is, like, the credits when you beat the game literally say produced by Apple. And I don't know if any of the other games that they put on there have been. No, they have. Because okay. the, uh, what is it called? The uh, Dragon Roomba guys game. Is it, like, World Ends thing? Yeah. Whatever it's called. The- that was also, like, a... Uh, an Apple arcade joint. And so it was just like, there was a period of exclusivity mm-hmm. and then they were allowed to release it elsewhere as it's almost like, um, like there was like Ninja Gaiden two is an Microsoft oh, yeah. Studios and Xbox. Ninja Gaiden game. Sigma is everywhere. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that's going to like, you'll get just, Fantasian it, complete edition. On- it sucks that like, and you know, Susan, Susan knows this all too well. Just the stigma that mobile gaming has that like people won't give it the time of day because it's on a phone. And it's like, dude, like if you're looking, if, if you want a final fantasy game and those pixel remasters are uh, kind of, gurgling in your stomach like a like a like a ulcer uh by the way i like you know now i'm like i care less about that they're on mobile because i have control anyway uh no like play it it's it's so good and i like it would suck so bad if this game did not get the recognition it deserved because it ended up stuck on mobile. it's all like, I hope it, it's all I hope just it comes games. elsewhere but yeah it's all just video games it's video, video game play. no there's no such thing yeah. as a mobile game anymore there's just video games uh also mobile gaming makes such bank mm-hmm. that cash it money makes so much money that's why people are making things like they wouldn't make it it's not like they're making games for mobile because like they flunked out of real game school <laughs> it's their backup it's their backup platform so yeah. nintendo and microsoft won't let them sit at the cool kids table and yeah cafeteria like they're, they're doing it because it makes a lot because the audience is huge everybody's got one yeah, yeah well, and exactly the- yeah, and I do wonder if maybe, like, if these controllers... Because I've been seeing a lot of people talk about the backbone yeah. lately. And I wonder if this thing kind of hits a critical mass that maybe, like, more people start going, like, man, I don't know, I've been, like, I've been overlooking this for way too long. I would not be surprised if we heard that Backbone started publishing their own games. Like, working with yeah. developers and, like, so it's like, buy or, the controller, or, populate the app. Or Apple pulls a beats by dre and right they get mm. bought no they don't apple doesn't acquire good companies they don't they don't oh, acquire okay. good that's not their thing that's <laughs> not what they do um all right i know we're running a little bit long so uh th- third topic today we're let's mclaughlin group this uh let's McLaughlin. It's your hey. <laughs> it's your fault. here it is we talked about it a little uh pre-show Susan, Dave, single-player DLC is bullshit. Discuss. I disagree with you, sir. All right, I realize, I, but I want to. Okay. I want to clarify my position because Susan's yeah, point yeah, yeah, is yeah. very good. Uh, so uh, I'm not going to belabor the point. We talked about Final Fantasy VII remake a year ago at length. It's a very good game. Recently released on PlayStation Five. Looks fucking. If you have a fucking PlayStation Five, get this game because it looks plays. really good crazy and they fixed the door texture it's great it's awesome uh they released uh a dlc to go with the playstation 5 version of this called the intermission 
and it's about five, six hours long. You play as uh, Ninja Girl Yuffie, who is much less annoying in 2021 than she was in 1997. Oh, stop. Uh, pretty annoying. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's well-made. It's fun. There's a cool board game mini game that they added to it that's basically Clash of Clans, and it plays really... It's fucking super fun. Um... You, Susan, you gotta play the board game against a guy who's got a lot of cats. That's oh, well, you. You have sold. miniatures. Yeah, there you go. You play against <laughs> you a guy it. who's got a lot of cats. It's great. <laughs> you get to the end of the DLC, and some dirge of Cerberus shit starts happening left and right. That's great. Does Gax show up? And then, like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get a piping hot plate of goth heartthrob in the middle of it. I'm like, this is excellent. And then your reward at the end of it is some sweet, sweet, juicy, uh, gorgeously animated cutscenes uh, with the main characters that like continues the story from the full game from last year and adds some new shit, which is super interesting and exciting. I finished it and I got to the end. And I said that was really good. Fuck this. Fuck. Fuck you, DLC. This sucks. Question. <laughs> Did you have to pay for this? I paid twenty fat dollars for this. Ooh. So, so it's it's weird what they're That's doing. Not, yeah. If you have the PS4 version and you upgrade to the PS5 version, which is also the only way to play the DLC, yep. you the the upgrade is free. But if you want to play the DLC, it's twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. However, if you do not own the game and you just buy a disc copy from the store for seventy dollars, mm-hmm. it has the DLC with it. And so it's a little weird. Now, I realize that I'm painting single-player DLC with a with a big broad brush here. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone! No, you, no, that Prince of Persia DLC was great. <laughs> relevant though. The, that's the relevant that, to the discussion. So here's why I wanted the one to present this to you guys. There, I, I, a modest proposal for video games. <laughs> I want to ban these these shitty add-ons. To full games. And I want to encourage instead, look, I understand that this is a business and that to support creativity, you have to make the use of the assets that you have created. You need to get something out there that people can use uh, to either buy your creative masterpiece for the first time or to continue to get value out of it. And you maybe you get people like me to spend a little bit more money. I understand all that. But there is a right and a wrong way to do this. Agreed. The right way, and I'm, I'm just going to say that, like, let's, let's do away with the entire nouns that we have. Expansion and DLC. Mm. Let's get rid of them entirely. Send them, send them away. They're gone now. They're, on the, they're at the, they're the farm. And, and they, they, they went to the farm. <laughs> no, honey, it's, it, all the DLC is very happy on the farm. The DLC is is plenty of room for horse armor and <laughs> all the things that DLC loves. Fine. Let us instead have modestly sized standalone games. A friend of mine compared it to EPs. You know, there's an mm. LP, a long mm-hmm. playing record, and an EP, which is... Uh, fewer songs, but it's not a single. You have five songs, half an album. There are many examples of things that are billed as DLC in games that isn't DLC at all. They are standalone games that are smaller that follow up a bigger game. 
Susan, you brought up an amazing game that is called DLC, Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea. In fact, Bioshock Infinite shouldn't exist at all, and Burial at Sea should just be its own wonderful game. I can't even argue with that. Because you don't need the other thing. Yeah, it's true. Just have, if somebody was like, yeah, go to the store, you pay $40, here's Burial at Sea, it's your own little game, and it's a noir, and everybody looks cool, and they're underwater, and it's red. Great. Uncharted Lost Legacy, $40 game, really cool. It's not really Uncharted 4 DLC, it's just a modestly sized game. Wasn't billed as DLC, but it's the exact same thing as well, Barry that one, It was going to be DLC, <laughs> yes, but they were it like, was. well, let's. Really? It, yes, yeah, because it, it, it was originally part of the season pass, and ah. they're like, okay. So, so, guys, ha, so, this DLC we were working on, uh, turns out we want to make it bigger. Uh, they did make good and say anyone who had bought the season pass up to the date when they announced it or whatever got the new game for free, but then they're like, okay, so no, we're taking that off the season pass, we're selling it as its own thing, it's now $40, separate game, and now that's just what they do. Right. Awesome. I love that. Miles Morales. Miles Morales, this modestly sized, mm-hmm. lower price, full game, reuses the previously made assets. Fucking awesome. There are even weirder examples. New Super Luigi U from the year of Luigi on Wii U, a platform widely played by human beings. Uh, <laughs> all of these examples. Stop calling them DLC. Just make a smaller game. If somebody bought the bigger game, give them a small discount on it wonderful what i would like people to stop making is these fucking vestigial organs that go on to a bigger game and they are in the best case scenario good like this final fantasy 7 remake expansion but all of a sudden it's like what where the fuck does this fit i have to pay you 20 dollars for five minutes of relevant story to the main game I've already played. And then, you know, if one day I go back to replay this, I have to go through this five hours that is, like, slightly related to everything that happens. It's fucking stupid. It's it stupid. exists on its own, like, separate menu. Like, it's completely... Like, right. Like, compl- like, someone took this game and just, like, okay, here's a nail gun. Eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the more the more common scenario is that you have something that just sucks. Like that is just half-baked, cranked out bullshit. The DLC for for uh Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. It's fucking horrible. It's it's meaningless. Like it's Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> like the fact that you're like, "Oh yeah, they did do yeah. a Black Cat story and it sucks." Or the, even the even more egregious thing is the Osiris Wrath route where they the ending. The I was solid as DLC, and and there there it is, Dave. That's the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is DLC leads people to leave critical parts of the actual creative work. Hi, my experience with Mass Effect Three. Mass yeah. Effect Three. Mass Effect Three. That's the conclusion of the modest proposal, Susan. Is we wouldn't have to worry about Thane's getting fucked up with not getting to... Thane doesn't get to meet his sweet progenitor friend that heals him in Mass Effect 3. What is his name? The guy with the triangle head. Um, wait, wait, wait. 
You can heal Thane? Yeah. Can't the progenitor bring Thane back to life? Am I misremembering this? I don't I don't know. She didn't have the DLC. I haven't played this in nine years, but the way I remember it is that he Yeah, progenitor guy can can cure Thane. Prothean. He's a Prothean. Prothean. I'm looking this up. Forgive me that I'm fucking up my my overused sci-fi. Susan's life has been changed now. Look it up. I I I hope I'm not making that up. That's like in my memory. Oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) Ta-da! What? This is the world the DLC has wrought. So wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no. Can you save Thane Krios in Mass Effect 3? There's no way to save Thane in Mass Effect 3. His death is part of a scripted event. Oh. Okay. I'm ro- I, okay. But still. Oh, well, uh. Mm, mm. <laughs> no. But, but still, the, the main character, the ending of a game, these are things that are relegated to the nowhere yeah. land of bad single player DLC. So I say. Fuck single player DLC. Fuck it off into the wind. We'll burn it to the ground, and we have instead modestly sized EPs. Instead. Okay, but I have a question for you. Okay. Resident Evil Seven had two pieces of unconnected, mm-hmm. interesting DLC. Mm-hmm. One was kind of a, a, a locked room puzzle Mm -hmm. Uh, and the other was a card game a very gruesome but fun card game where does that fall because like you're going by the ep no one would buy that on an ep Uh, yeah i think i think somebody would i think somebody Mm. i think i would be more inclined i like to be like, you know what? If I'm just buying, if I don't have to buy this larger thing, and I've read that this is really good, then I'll I'll check that out. Like, Prey Moon Crash, Prey Moon Crash, yeah, is a fucking amazing game that yes, I very much enjoyed playing. I did not, I respect, but did not care for playing Prey. Being able to just go buy Moon Crash, yeah, is a preferable experience. It's just, it's just better. It's just better. I. Dave, you you seemed like you had thoughts on the matter. So I like I agree with you. I do think that there should be more standalone stuff. I think like I was a huge fan of when they did it with Wolfenstein. I yes. thought that like it's like I, I remember writing a thing for Games Radar when that came out. Like I wanted this to be the future DLC because it's like you have a thing that you can sell for less money, but it exists as its own thing, and it may get like someone may see it as cheaper and go, I want to check this out and they get it and they like it and they check out the other stuff. Like, I think that's great. Like do more of that. But I, you're like, I also agree that we shouldn't like, like the company should not like nickel and dime DLC. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, I think that like you, you may be a little over the top about the single like the vestigialness of of some dlc i'm i'm gonna counter you by saying nothing matters and not in like a nihilistic like not not i'm not trying to be nihilistic i'm trying to say like like look like this story that like you enjoy it's a good story and it's meaningful to you but like it's it's a story like you're you're not wrong this this other chapter 
is just more story. You're getting to spend more time with characters that are cool. Like, who cares if it... If the five minutes of it that matter to the main story are only five minutes long, did you enjoy your time with it? Did you enjoy hanging out with cool characters? Did you okay, enjoy there, there is that. People? Like, like, but in a, in a narrative situation, if you are using DLC, you're basically winding up with one of two. If the DLC is connected narratively, then you've got one of two situations. Either the main game is not a complete thought yeah. without this DLC, or... The DLC doesn't really matter. Yes, right. But the right, like, does does the not mattering of it matter? Yeah, like, well, yes. Like, okay, yes. like the season, the season pass. No, for Final I don't Fantasy think the not 15, mattering matters. Yeah. No, I do yeah. not. So, because no. that that's the that's the thing. Like the season pass for Final Fantasy fifteen. Don't you don't need to play it. It's oh, yeah. not it's like garbage. none of it is important. Yeah, but I liked playing it because I got the. I got to hang out right with I, the 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 chef guy and the 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 robot kid and like you know it was like it was just it was more time with characters that I liked and that was fine like it didn't matter that it didn't mean anything so I don't know that's that's where I'm at I just like it's cool a recent a recent conversation from the continue podcast discord that all three of us engaged in uh, from just a couple of days ago. And if you back this show on the patreon.com slash continue podcast, you too can participate <laughs> in the discord. But we were all talking about uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution mm. and how that's a cool game. Uh, one of the first times I ever bought story-based uh, single-player DLC was for Human Revolution because I fucking love Human Revolution. That game's awesome. Wow. Uh, and when Wait, I- which one's the first one? That's the first one. Human Revolution. The first of the, the new one. ones? Yeah. Okay, great. First yes, one that is a great game. That's a great that's game. game. So uh, Mechanical apartheid. Not the they, they never not, said... Yeah, no, that's <laughs> Mankind Divided, I think. So they, the DLC is in the, in the main game. There is a point where Adam Jensen straight up... Uh, shout out to our boy Alexis Tuflexis. Uh he, he hides like in a like from a 1930s detective movie. He hides in the cargo hold of a ship going yeah, to another box, right? Straight up gets in the box, and so their approach to DLC is like, what if Adam Jensen woke up in that box? What did he do on the boat? And so you play through a couple hours on the boat, and like it's <laughs> meaningless. It is meaningless bullshit. But it's you know who doesn't love sneaking through ducts? Uh, I enjoyed it playing it as DLC, but the second time I played Human Revolution, which is was on Wii U, a oh, system that's right. a system widely played by human beings, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, weirdly, the Wii U version of Human Revolution is the best version of that game. Yeah, uh, it runs better and more stably than the PC version. It's very good. However. They incorporated the DLC into the story. So you have to play it. And it fucks up the pace of the game. Yeah. It yeah. fucks it up royally. You're not supposed to wake up on that boat. The story goes, you go on the boat, you wake up, now you're in the other country. Hey, why make it? <laughs> it's that's that's the that's the moment, Dave, where it's like, oh, does it matter? It matters a little. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it matters if its inclusion fucks. It's like okay, so like the DLC for um, Assassin's Creed Two fucks up yeah. the pacing of that game. Fucks up the pacing of that game. 
And what's what's the DLC for AC two? So Assassin's Creed two. There's a part in the game where you get you get to like one chapter when you're like, oh, like okay, we 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 know what we have to do. We have to go fight the Pope. And then, as you do, right? You know, video games. And then, uh, the, some like a glitch happens in the animus, and like, oh, these chapters are missing. We're gonna fast forward you. Don't worry, don't worry. It's fine. We're gonna hand wave, hand wave, hand wave, and then you you play the ending, and that's like, oh, then you're fist fighting the Pope in the Vatican, uh, as as space <laughs> gods are. Uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the DLC puts those chapters uh. back in. And when, like, when I played it as DLC, it, like, it was nice. Like, again, it was, like, it was nice. That DLC sucks. Okay, at the time, I liked it. But I liked it because it was just more. Yeah. That was the, yeah. But, like, again, like, going back and, like, the Ezio collection puts it in the game and you have to play it. And that's when you notice how bad it sucks. Right. And so I imagine a scenario... When 65-year-old Anthony, with his robot knees, uh, is like, it's time to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, grandchildren who are half-frog, and, uh, well, because it's it's climate change, Susan, they're amphibious. Oh, they're yeah, okay. amphibious yeah, fair. Grandchildren. No, that's fair. That's very fair, uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to be like, oh, let's play Final Fantasy VII Remake. It'll be wonderful. And we'll be able to... It's all done. All 93 parts of it are out. And we can we can experience Tetsuya Nomura's vision. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to be fucking angry because I want those sweet, sweet scenes with Barrett and Tifa and Aerith riding in the back of a Trocobo truck. But I got to play this fucking stupid Yuffie story. <laughs> Between the dramatic ending of chapter one and the beginning of chapter two. Like, I want that scene. That's irrelevant. All the shit that happened with Yuffie, it's cute, but it doesn't... It, it's not... I don't want to do it ever again. Ever again. Ever again. On the other hand, like... Yeah, like, okay, incorporating it into complete versions, bad. On the other hand, like, you don't have to buy it. Make it a separate thing! That was that's part of the modest proposal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm put saying, it over here. The thing is, like, you don't have you don't have to buy it though. Right, you're right. But if it was, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't have to buy it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to buy it again. Nothing matters. Nothing. <laughs> Not being nihilistic. <laughs> okay, but you are kind of a little, little bit, little, little <laughs> bit, <laughs> little bit, <laughs> little bit. Susan, where do you, did I, did I, can, I don't think I convinced you at all with my initial argument. We were talking about this before the show, but I, did I convince no. you a little? No, not at all. I, I, I absolutely see the, the point that you're making. Uh, and I do agree. Like if more things went the lost legacy route, yeah. that would be great. However, I also think that, how do I, how do I express this thought? So much of what governed how DLC, what what it was, right, was driven by oh we're gonna make a season pass. Mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean they so so many. There've been so many iterations of this. How are we going to turn the game into something with a long tail? Yeah. How are we going to continue the life cycle of this game? Because right now what happens is people buy the game, they sell it to GameStop, somebody else buys the game for 20 bucks, and we don't get that 20 bucks. So how how do we make money off of those people? Mm-hmm. 
And that has all changed so much. Just like, what, 10 years, I guess? Five years. Five, five? Just five years. Like, the difference between 2016 and, like, Uncharted four times to now, yeah. oh, like, it's just a different, it's fundamentally it's, different. It's so different. So I'm, while I absolutely agree with your points, I'm not sure they're going to matter because I'm not sure this is going to be the model like tomorrow. Yeah. 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 And like, I, I will say like s- the shit that Sony has published, like uncharted lost legacy really wasn't the progenitor of that. Insomniac was doing it with ratchet and clank. Oh, that's true. Before that's on true. PlayStation three, you'd have like yep. between the big games, they do quest for booty and into the remember Nexus. In, in, and- remember infamous last light. Right, Infamous yep. Last Light, which is yep. the best Infamous. It's the best Infamous, and you can just you could just play that cool Daft Punk video of a video game. Um, wrong, McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, way to trot out a reference that absolutely all the listeners will get. Yo, I keep this relevant to the people. I know what Gen Z is into and it is politics shows from basic cable in 1992. (laughs) You guys know who Spiro Agnew is, right? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, who... Who's responsible for these references? Issue four, anyway. Oh, God, okay. Uh, Gotta get the thing. Wrong! Wrong. Uh, is that guy Patreon alive? Ba- is that dude? Is the, he can't be alive. Can't be. He was ancient a long time ago. He can't be. He can't be. Buried in a that. coffin made out of Paul Malls. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, th- that's what, like, he looks like how I think a cigarette smells. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, that, that's, that, that leathery, is a like, really yeah. good way to put that. Um Okay, this is... I got it now. We're fine. We've vamped enough. Okay, uh, this is a shout-out to our Patreon backers. We, we do a classy show. Uh, Patreon backers, patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Toast, uh, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Adam Condor, Michael Coffee, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, Kalen Houston, and Nick Rugen. Thank you. Thank you all. Also, uh, John McLaughlin passed away in 2016. No shit. Really? That's not that long ago. John McLaughlin died when DLC changed. (laughs) 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 It all happened. That's the the folk. That's the that's the hook. Um, <laughs> that's when we entered the bad times or the good times. The, yeah, they, well, the, they, they were they times. Were, they were times. They were. It was, times. It was an era. Uh, yeah. Everybody, thank you very very much. Um, you see, your backing this show brings you thoughts about things like how Apple Arcade rules and how Mario Golf sucks and. Yeah, like thought really really useful conversations about how dlc is both good and shitty <laughs> i'm glad we came to a definitive decision right there. i'm glad i'm glad that i led you guys down a path where i was just like this i was good and i had fun with it but i was angry <laughs> at the end like an idiot i'm glad that we started making fun of people who are entitled about e3 <laughs> That <laughs> we ended on me making you guys listen to me being like, I think it should be different. 
<laughs> and, and Dave Trotten out there, just, just don't buy the game, bro. Just, yeah. just tell him. No! Did you Vote with your the way wallet. I wanted it to! <laughs> I don't know why I speak like the rats from Fraggle Rock announcing Mrs. Trash Heap, but that's what's happening. Thank you, everybody. You can back this show at patreon.com slash podcast and have rich, compelling content delivered to you on a bi-weekly basis just like this. You get access to our Discord. Uh, you get the show a day early with two extra sections. Uh, you can also follow us at twitter.com slash continuepod. Susan, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt, where you will see me discussing with actual human beings whether or not Alien, the franchise, was always woke. Yo, that shit is bananas. I don't even... I, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't, a bunch of truckers it's, getting it's, fucked over by a corporation. It's literally the premise of the series. It's the, I know, it's the, I know, I know. I'm like, okay, so uh, capitalism is bad. There's a female hero... And the second one is all about motherhood. Right. I don't know where the wokeness idea is coming from. It's a monster. A monster that is literally based around all the ways that rape can happen. Yep. And then the real villain is the massive company that... Yeah, the faceless corporation that sends them to die for profit. I just... I don't... I don't... I, I... it's not woke. It's just good writing. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me. There was a tweet from some chunderhead a while ago. Who's like, "Oh, now you're gonna tell me RoboCop's political?" <laughs> no, stop no. it. No, no, that can't be right. They had to be trolling. Guess, Nobody could actually. Uh, no, I, I, he's the kind of person where, like, again, like I can't get a read. I don't know if he's actually that dumb or if he's just he does it because he knows it gets a rise out of people. Right, right, right. But right, I'm right, leaning right, right. towards dumb. You, you, oh my god! You know that scene yeah. in Beetlejuice where there's like the football team in Purgatory, and like they keep hassling the lady who's like the agent for newly dead people, and at the end. The quarterback's like, Coach, I don't think we survived that crash. That's how I feel every day I look at the internet. Just, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we survived that crash. Dave, where do people follow you? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at David Robots, uh, fitfully on twitch.tv slash continue podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the, the internet's a bad place. I don't like hanging out there right oh now. Oh my god. Uh you can you can get those dope thoughts on DLC uh, by following A John Agnello on, <laughs> on Twitter. Um I actually don't think I tweeted a single thing about Final Fantasy VII Intergrade Intermission Secretly Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in 2 weeks everybody. Yeah.